Welcome back to the Voices of Women's Summit, where in honor of International Women's Day 2023, we are raising the voices of hundreds of women so that their messages can be heard. Your host for this session is Kimberly Crow. Kimberly is the founder of Entrepreneurs Rocket Fuel and Speakers Playhouse, as well as the creator of the Voices of Women's Summits. She has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Kimberly. Well, hello, amazing folks. We're super excited to have you all back here with us. Uh, if you've gotten value out of today so far, please put value in the chat box. Please put value in the chat box if you've gotten some value out of today. Um, if you have enjoyed the speaker, put joy, enjoyed any of the speakers, please put joy in the chat box uh, because that is what it's all about. We've got to have fun doing it and it has to give us value. If it's not fun, it is not worth doing. At least that's my mantra. If it's not fun, it's not worth doing. There is a lot of opportunity to be able to share your message with the world and the message from what you all just put in the chat is that you can give value and joy to the world when you share your message out there with the audience. Um, our audience right now is representing, our speakers are representing 21 different countries, 21 different countries. It has been absolutely amazing and it's such a pleasure to be with so many amazing women sharing their gifts and their knowledge uh, with our audience, creating joy, creating value out there in the world. Um, I am a big believer in thoughts become things. Um, I have not always believed that. It's just that I didn't always know about that. Uh, but when you start thinking like, what can I create in the world? How can I bring value to the world? What can I do that is both joyful and has value? Um, when you start thinking in those terms and you start creating, then magical things happen, like creating a one day session in on International Women's Day with nearly 300 women speakers all being able to share their message with a global audience. And you all are a part of that. So thank you very much. Whether you were a speaker, a show host, whether you were a uh, whether you were an interview host, whether you're a tech host, whether you are an attendee, we are super glad to have you here with us sharing a little bit about what makes this particular venue so awesome. Um, I have been on stages many, many times. Before Zoom was really a thing, I've been on many, many stages. Um, and being able to get on stage is a very powerful thing because you are able to speak one to many. You're able to share your message with a global audience uh, only through Zoom uh, or unless you're traveling the world. So I uh, I had been on many different stages. I was an actress. I had been uh, I've been a paid equestrian announcer to announce equestrian polo tournaments. I have been uh, a, a speaker to be able to produce audiobooks. I've produced uh, commercials. I've been the voice behind. I've done voiceover behind um, uh, e-learnings, and there have been many many different things that I have done using my voice in the world. But I wasn't always encouraged to do that. Uh, when I was young, I came out of the womb, according to my family, sharing my opinion, and I didn't stop ever. <laughs> that I just, it was very natural for me to be able to speak and share my message with the world, but it wasn't always appreciated. 
I always had, I often had, not always, but I often had teachers, uh, sometimes my parents, sometimes my friends asking me to uh, be more quiet or settle down or sit down and settle down and lower your voice. And I got that message quite frequently, quite often. And being able to stand up and share your voice after being told that it's not really welcome, not really appreciated, uh, you're, it's not the right time, uh, we would rather you just be quiet right now, uh, can be very daunting. But when you step into the power of knowing that your voice can create value and joy out there in the world, then you know that doing it is the right thing. So for those of you who have already shared a little bit about uh, the the uh, a little bit of us of this summit with us, we're so glad that you are here. And if you are a speaker, we would love for you to let us know. Put I'm a speaker in the chat box. If you are not a speaker, please put heck no in the chat box. Please put heck no in the chat box. But we are really glad that you are joining us today. My message to all of you is that your voice matters. The Voices of Women Summit is all about having an opportunity to share your value and your joy with our world, with the world, with the universe out there. Your voice matters. And I am a huge proponent of you raising your voice. I was told lots when I was young to lower my voice. And now I'm a huge proponent of encouraging others to raise their voice. So here's to the women who were able to raise their voice today on the Voices of Women Summit. Uh, to do that on a global stage like this. This is a, an, a virtual stage where you can share your message just to your computer. You can do it from your pajamas if you want to. Uh, you can do it barefoot. You can do it with no makeup on or all makeup on. And you can do it from your very home. That message has the potential of reaching all the way around the world. Places that have internet access can access a Zoom call. And you have the power to be able to share your message one to many. I know that when I first started as an entrepreneur, our job was really just to meet people one-on-one -on -one and have a conversation with them and talk them into buying our stuff. Uh, it wasn't until I realized the power of combining the stage, which I was doing for fun, with my business, which I was doing for profit, and being able to combine those two as a methodology to tell the world a little bit more about my message uh, and what value they could get by working with me. So if you are in business, uh, whether you are a person that is working as a W-2 right now, uh, no shame in that game. An honest day's work for an honest day's pay is a wonderful way to live. Um, I certainly did that when I first started out. I graduated from college and perhaps like many of you, I did what my family told me to do. I went out and got a good job with health insurance. Uh, and I did that and actually really did enjoy what I did. I worked in corporate for 17 years climbing the corporate ladder and doing what they told me to do, uh, raising my voice and sharing a, a little bit about who I was, uh, wasn't really welcome. It was just sort of, we need you to do the stuff you we have told you to do and do it a lot. And so I did, and I was really good at it. And I started climbing the corporate ladder and growing um, my, expanding my uh, reach. And that was great. I, I got promoted many times. I really enjoyed what I did for about 15 years. 
Unfortunately, I stayed at that company for about 17 instead of 15. Sometimes we just don't know when to quit. If you can, if you resonate that with that, please put it in the chat box. Sometimes I don't know when to quit uh, because definitely that is true for me, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know when to quit sometimes. Uh, and sometimes you just need to set things aside and let them go. Anyway, after about 15 years, I knew that I was done and I started looking around for other opportunities um, and nothing really resonated with me. I had realized that I was climbing a corporate ladder on it in a company that I didn't even want to be in and doing a job I didn't really even want to do. So then when I left that business, finally, after 17 years, um, I did leave on great terms with the company and left with a nice little package so I could start my own full-time entrepreneurship. And I went to my friends and family and said, uh, what do you think I should do? You know, what should I do for a living in this full-time business? And they said, well, man, you were so great at what you did at corporate. Why don't you, why don't you do that? And I thought, that's a great idea. I should absolutely do that because I know how to do it. And now I just need to recreate it on my own. And so I did. And I set about building a business around what I was good at. Uh, because I was. I was good at that particular job. I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I thought by creating my own company, I would find fulfillment. And my goal was to get that business to a million dollars. And sure enough, about 18 months later, I had built that business to over a million dollar business. And when I should have been celebrating, for some reason, I was miserable. And I realized when I was on the phone talking with my clients, talking with my employees, churning out more contracts and more things that I had built not only golden handcuffs, which is what I was in at corporate, I had built my very own golden jail cell. I was doing a job I no longer wanted to do. It wasn't anything that I thought was fun and it wasn't really valuable to me. And because it wasn't valuable to me, it stopped being valuable to my customers as well. I lost two very large customers and they, one of them decided that they weren't going to use us anymore and they were going to go with a global contract with a bigger company and they were going to narrow down their suppliers. And another one uh, was a large company that just went out of business. And I thought, really, am I going to go chase more business with more clients doing what I don't want to do? And I hit sort of a dip, as Sherry would say. <laughs> I hit a dip in the, in the uh, business world, and I wasn't enjoying myself at all. And I thought, what am I going to do? And I sort of looked around for what other people were doing. I tried to get inspired with ideas, and I couldn't. And I decided that I would just like go out into the world and find what it was that I was supposed to do. So I went to a literal mountaintop to see if I could find the answer. And of course, it wasn't up there. So I climbed down the mountain and I went back home. And I'm not just an entrepreneur, I'm also a mom. And I met my son at the door and my son said to me, mom, I have a problem. And I thought, great somebody else's problem to focus on for a change, right? And I thought this was wonderful because we are really good at solving other people's problems some days just when we don't want to look at our own. So I said, what is the problem, sweetie? And he said, well, I'm 15 and a half and I'm going into the summer and I will be 15 and a half the whole summer. And when you're 15 and a half in the United States, you are too young to get a summer job, which is what he wanted to do. And According to him, he was too old to go back to summer camp because he's 15 and a half. 
and that's boring and stupid now. So because he decided that he was right the wrong age for everything, I said, you know what? You are never too young or too old to be an entrepreneur. So why don't we do something you love and make a business out of it? And so we went to Google and we searched for things that you might do as an entrepreneurship for a teenager. Well, he very much like me is all about voice. He loves to get on stage. He loved to do improv. He loved to read books to kids at libraries. He loved to act. Um, and he was very much like me, a loud voice. And so when we put all that stuff into Google, out popped the idea of why don't you be an audiobook narrator and voiceover artist? And his eyes lit up and he said, do you think we could do that? And I was like, I think that would be awesome, right? And so we decided to create a business around what he loved doing. Why? Because he thought it would be fun. And as we built this business, my life got lighter, my shoulders dropped, I started being much more, I started really embracing the fun and I realized that I was creating all of these books of value for other people and how awesome that was. So I was having fun and I was giving value at the same time. That joy and value combination was absolutely a winning combination for us. And while the audiobook business eventually became a side business, I realized that what else do I want to do that's fun? I really want to step into something that gives me absolute joy. And I thought, okay, well, reading books is fine, but doing it, I'm in a closet alone with a microphone and it's hot and I have a cup of coffee, but that's about it. I don't get to engage with other people, which I was missing so much. So I, uh, I decided to create a, a business around just the things that gave me joy, but I didn't know how it would monetize because how am I going to make money just speaking, right? How am I going to make money just doing what I love, helping other people raise their voice, helping other people share their messages with the world, sharing my own message with the world? How is that actually going to turn into a real business? But thoughts become things, ladies and gentlemen, and I just trusted that eventually something would happen where that would become true. And lo and behold, I met Jenny Trask and we started creating Speakers Playhouse. And then I met Michelle Abraham and we created Potapalooza. I met another wonderful woman who's also here on the summit named Leslie Evans. And we created a spirituality event around uh, spirituality and personal development and transformation called Embrace the Woo. As I have said, I definitely have a deep woo streak in my life. And all of those things came out of joy and the, that joy ended up giving value. And so I would inspire you to take a look at what gives you joy every day. And even if you don't think you can monetize it, consider that it is possibly the magic that is inside you that the world needs. Ginny Trask came on and said, you, the world needs your magic. You have magic inside you and the world needs it. And never truer words were spoken than those. It is something that is uniquely you. You are the one who is capable of delivering you to the world. And if you're busy trying to be somebody else's conduit to getting what they want, they will pay you all day long to fulfill their dreams just so you don't fulfill yours. So ladies, I encourage you to raise your voice, share your message with the world, because R is magic. And means getting on a stage and sharing your message with the world on a virtual stage like this 
or a live stage or a podcast or whatever format it may take, your message matters. And what you're doing in this world is, is what you what your life is, right? Who you are being, who you are showing up as. Is that who you really want to be? And honestly, I really loved doing what I did for 15 years at corporate. It was a lot of fun. And I would not be here today if I didn't do it. But when it stopped being fun, when it stopped giving joy, did it stop giving value as well? It certainly did for me. And in many cases, it did for my clients as well. So I would encourage you to go back and look at what gives you true joy, step into it and embrace it. Now, some of us have difficulty. Some of us did step into our joy and uh, a long time ago, and we decided to become an entrepreneur. But some days can be a grind, right? Some days can be more difficult than others. And we forget why we started doing this in the first place. So today I have kind of a cool gift for you. This gift I created quite a few years ago and I took it out because it's something that I was inspired to do for the Voices of Women Summit. It's a Remember Your Why journal. This is an inspirational journal for women entrepreneurs, but it's an inspirational journal for women at large. And it's all about going back and remembering who you really are and why you did this in the first place. And if you're on a track that really isn't giving you joy or giving you value, then maybe it'll give you the opportunity to get motivated to shift to something that will. Because if you're out there just doing the grind, you're not doing yourself any good and you're not doing what the world needs. We've said it a couple of times. I was recently introduced to a statement which was really powerful and I've been really thinking about this. Do you ever get the, the a message sometimes sort of from the universe and you hear it once and you're like, I think that's really important, but I'm not sure why yet. And it takes you a few times of hearing it and listening it and applying it to see what it really means. Well, that just happened to me recently over the last couple of weeks. And I heard this statement and I don't even remember which one of the women in my life said it. But what it was, was it, it's one of those empowering statements that that feels wrong, but it's actually really right. The statement is, I am the most important person in my life. I am the most important person in my life. Can you type that into the chat box? It was really hard for me to embody this because there are many of us out there that are heart-centered entrepreneurs who are like, I'm here to serve. I'm here for you. I want to do for, right? I'm pleasing. I want to please so that I'll get approval. I need to do, and I'm here to give. And it's true because we're not here to just be self-serving. We are here to serve the world. But unless we serve ourselves, we are not truly living our lives. We're living lives for our children. We're living lives for our business partners. We're living lives for perhaps a spouse or perhaps parents. It could be for children. It could be for other people, but whoever it is, if it's not your life, then you are actually robbing the world of who you were supposed to be when you got here. You are the most important person in your life. And Tiff is saying, wow, it is really difficult to type that. Yes, it is, right? But the more I hear it, the more I'm like, 
Now, I know it's true and it feels wrong, but I'm going to keep saying it until I can own that because it is factually correct. And the less we are loving ourselves, the more we are living lives for somebody else, the less likely it is that the world is going to get that magic that's inside us. Because when I was working at corporate, man, I was really good at it. But I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't giving stages to people who needed to speak. I wasn't creating platforms for people who needed to share their message. And by not doing that, I wasn't changing lives in the way I was meant to change them. I wasn't giving the opportunity for people to shift their own internal narratives about who they are and what they're here for. So yes, Jana, live life for yourself first. Yes, Kathy, I love it. It's hard to say, but it's true. The magic is inside us. And if we're only doing for others, we cannot possibly, we cannot possibly We cannot possibly give all that we have to give when we aren't living the true life that we were meant to give. We have magic inside us. And if we don't step into it, then the world will be served, but a lot less than it would have been served if we were doing what we were supposed to do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm super glad that you joined me for this talk. It has been a very powerful day for me already. Next up, we have a ton of amazing speakers. We've got really powerful insights for you to still hear. We are here until seven o'clock and we've got a lot more to give. If you've got a lot more to give, please put it in the chat box. I've got a lot more to give. If you are ready to receive, put it in the chat box. I am ready to receive. If you want, if you've already gotten joy, put joy in the chat box. If you've already gotten value, put value in the chat box. If you've already gotten insights or ahas or holy cows or mic drops, please put it in the chat box because these ladies need to know that you are getting value from what they're doing and how they're sharing and how they're showing up in the world. Because if you don't put your high heel or loafer on the stage, then the world will not get the magic that's inside you. If you go right now, ladies, and Google inspirational public speakers, motivational public speakers, uh, paid public speakers, speakers that are uh, engaging, speakers that just put it in the chat, put it in the, not the chat box, but put it into Google. You're going to get a whole bunch of white guys and like four other people. And it's not because they're pushing us out. It's because we are not putting our high heel or loafer on that stage. And it's because we are too busy serving other people. And while that is important, a great way to serve other people is by grabbing the mic, getting on the stage, speaking one to many, getting seen and heard and being vulnerable and sharing what's important to you because we need the magic that's inside you. So please, if somebody hands you a mic, you say yes. And if it's not fun, it's no longer worth doing. So get out there, put your high heel or loafer on the stage and grab the mic. We've got another amazing speaker coming up next. I'm Kimberly Crow. We'll see you back at the bottom of the hour. Cheers. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session of the Voices of Women Summit. 
where our mission is to raise the voices of hundreds of women so their messages can be heard. For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle, upgrade to VIP now. If you have any questions or problems during the summit, email our support team at support at voicesofwomensummit.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.